0: I'm your tarnished Steve Crophy. I'm Paul. Paul Sparkplug.
1: That's me. Oh boy, <laughs> how do we how do we go on from here? How do we talk about anything besides
0: Elden Ring? I, I don't. I, I really. We we're definitely gonna have to have like Elden Ring updates. Oh, for the next little while. Yeah, yeah, those will definitely be happening.
1: Boy, I just want to play Elden Ring. That's all I think about. It's really one of those days where I'm like, you know what? I wish I was a professional streamer. Man, yeah. It'd Just be nice. Stay home and play Elden Ring. Then I'm the guy with the information. <laughs> but today I'm going to be performing a little necromancy. A little black magic, if you will. And we're going to be talking about canceled video
0: games that I would like to see resurrected. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this topic because... You, you broached this a couple of times as an idea for a show, and I always had trouble thinking of canceled games, so I'm, I'm real curious to hear what you say. I do have one in mind, right? but, you know, that was, that was pretty significant I guarantee time. you it's on the list. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we always talk about, like,
1: oh, it's a bummer if a game gets delayed, mm-hmm. but the bigger bummer is a game that you're interested in that they're like, eh, sorry, ain't happening. And when we say canceled, we don't mean, like, you said some fucked up Gina Carano type shit on Twitter and you uh, lost your job. No, we mean, like, this game was in the works and never got into our hands and onto our consoles or, or PCs.
0: Can we preemptively put Star Wars Eclipse on this list? Ah, uh, buddy. Since I think... it got delayed to, like, 2046. Oh, buddy. I think... Uh, <laughs> I think it's gonna be on the list, but it's gonna be one of
1: those things like, fine. I, I don't want to see it resurrected. Right. Shit, man! I need to. I, need, I gotta catch a Star. They got. They gotta throw me. I need. I need to catch a Star Wars break eventually, bro. <laughs> they gotta throw me a bone,
0: <laughs> bro. Woo! You're gonna get. Uh, you're gonna get Fallen Order two, announced here soon. You would think, right? Well, they've they've sort of officially announced it, but I
1: think it'll be revealed. At Celebration. Gotcha. In May. But it's going to, is it projected to come out this year? Yeah, but even the behind-the-scenes stuff I've right. heard is like, that's when they're shooting for, but it could get pushed until early next Might year. Might be best
0: to to prepare for that, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be looking forward to that sure. when it comes out. What if they did like, because, you know, Fallen Order, the first one, was very sort of like Star Wars souls Mm-hmm. Dark Wars, Star Souls, you know, <laughs> Star Souls. I what if this it. one is? Oh, and don't I shouldn't even say it and set myself up for disappointment. But what if this is like Elden Ring, Star
0: Wars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. That's a that's a high bar to at, to oh. hope for. I, yeah, I kind of feel like it'll be a little more like like the first one, but you know. Big. Better. Bigger yeah, and better. better. Bigger and better, yeah. Um, so, which, which is fine. I think that first game was good. How's uh, How are you finding Elden Ring? Let's do the short little Elden <sighs> Man, Ring updates. Man, uh, really good. Uh, I've pushed through the first two story bosses, and I'm almost like th- 35 hours into the game, so nice. I've only beaten two story bosses. So
1: how many of the Shard Bearers are there? Do you know? I think... I want to say there's like five or six... I was it's kind of thinking five ish. Um, I haven't even fought my first one. Right. Beat Margaret. Right. You know how like uh, uh, on their Elden Ring episode a couple weeks ago, I said, "All right, I want to." My goal for the end of the the weekend is to beat Margaret. And then Sunday we recorded. I got the episode ready and scheduled. And I was like, "All right, it's Elden Ring time, baby." <laughs> so sit down to start playing, right? And boy, do I just start fucking around. <laughs> and we're on the we're on the discord God. me you and nick and i'm just fucking around having a good old time and i look at the clock and i say to myself fuck i don't know that i'm gonna have time to beat Margot. and i was like well i should at least give him
0: a shot i got him though you did i got him i woke up to seven your seven tries yeah <laughs> which was nice you didn't text me all that late it was like after midnight yeah and um you said seven tries? seven tries. I feel tries. like that's around about a, maybe even like 8 8 or 9 for yeah. me somewhere in that in that yeah. vicinity. Margaret's tough. <sighs>
1: he is tough. And uh had you not told me, not mentioned a specific summon to use on him, not like the the mage guy that you can summon outside right. but your spirit summons mm-hmm. or whatever, uh he probably would have been even harder. But that poison? mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: Is what killed? Like I didn't get the final blow on him. but poison did, right? Once I figured out he was, he could be poisoned. Yeah. I went and made a bunch of poison pots as oh, well. Oh, okay. So, like, um, I just kept him poisoned, and that that made the difference. Because man, it came down to the next hit one, mm-hmm. and I got lucky and, and got him first.
1: So I, um, I've been using my, you know, I've been doing sword and shield, right, and. A big part of a, a RPG for me is looking cool. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and I was getting a little bummed having that same... Like, I, I stopped using the starter sword and it had, like, a marginal upgrade. And then, you know, I pumped some uh, smithing stones into that and got it upgraded. And it was, it was serving me well. I was like, that's what I beat Marget with, mm-hmm. that sword and stuff. I wanted something cool. So I started doing a little research, right? And I find this sword that looks real fucking cool it's got a really cool name, mm-hmm. and it's got two weapon skills on it, Ooh. right? And it's called the Sword of Night and Flame. And cool I was name. like, well, fuck me. I'm not going to be able to get that anytime soon. And so I do a little more research, and I see, actually, no. I think I can go get that. <clears throat> so Thursday night, I had a little time to play. And pretty much my whole time playing, which I only played for like maybe an hour, hour and a half, was going to get that sword. And I had to go, man, you, the shit I was running past. <laughs> the horrific fucking shit I saw on my way to this sword. Yeah, man. And and I take this long, convoluted route. I'm finding sites of grace. I died a couple of times. Finally get to this chest, open it up. I got my sword. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to head to the round table hold, upgrade this thing a little bit. And then I'm equipping it. To, didn't even look at it in my inventory go to the round table hold take it to this the guy still haven't looked at it in my inventory upgraded oh, it twice I know you upgraded it yeah and it takes somber uh, yeah the special stuff the special mm-hmm. stuff somber smithing stones take it to the guy upgrade it get it to like a plus three and i'm like oh you guys are fucked in elden ring land <laughs> about to equip this what's this red x 24 faith uh-huh. and 24 intelligence. Sheesh. To wield this sh- sword. For the record, my faith, my intelligence was at a 12. Mm-hmm. And my faith was at a 9. Yikes.
0: Holy shit. Yeah, that would have been that for me and that weapon. Guess what? It wasn't. Guess who's <laughs> using that sword yeah, now? You, you ground it Ooh, out. <laughs> I was finding golden pickled fowl's
1: feet so i could get extra fucking soul or runes and shit and i finally got to equip it and buddy worth the hype hell yeah worth the hype so it does it has two weapon skills on it one of them i want to say it's the r1 skill just shoots like a beam of energy out in front of you Sick. so for instance you know the big pumpkin head guy yeah in castle moron mm-hmm. one shot whoa that skill one shot
0: at him. Now, what's your level now? Uh, 50. Okay. I think right at 50. Cool. So you're not like <clears throat> super duper overleveled for that part either. So that's pretty good.
1: Um and the secondary skill does a huge sweeping fire sweep. Oh, nice. Now, the problem is so I was like, okay, I can use this sword. Uh now I when I level, I can go back to my normal you know 2 points in vigor 2 points in strength a point in endurance that's been my spread so far 2 in vigor 2 in endurance or 2 in uh, strength then 2 in or 1 in
0: endurance in endurance nice i like the plan
1: um that's been the plan i've stuck to until i hit this roadblock with this fucking sword uh the issue however is those skills on that sword one time use for me cuz of my
0: points or whatever the (laughs) the fp my focus points start putting points in mind
1: maybe i I need to put a couple points in mind what the fuck is happening to my build steve
0: yeah i mean but that can happen especially the first time through with having to pump that many points into intelligence and faith now you should consider yourself a bit of a caster i am i'm gonna i'm gonna research Mm -hmm. and figure out what spells i want and i'm gonna go pick i might even just pick up a healing spell or uh a... yeah because you can they've from what i understand made faith very powerful in this game too which i think was not really super strong in dark souls i gotcha um but uh i'd love to see it you have the, you can have the best of both worlds now yeah too. now i'm
1: kind of so instead of being like a straight up warrior with the shield and sword my guy has veered into like paladin territory right. almost, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. My next, so my next thing is Shardbear. That's who I'm going after tonight. I will be on Discord complaining and bitching.
0: You'll take you'll take care of him.
1: And I bet you beat him. Then I'm going to be
0: starting to look for some good looking armor. Cool. Your boy's looking a little dusty, a little <laughs> dusty and crusty. I found my my weapon that I was hoping to find, which mm-hmm. is the, the claymore. That was my jam in Dark Souls 3. That that got me through the game with a strength build, and so I decided to just kind of do the same thing this time. And yeah. It's a great sword. It's got really great range on the like two-handed R2 attack. It's so like a thrust. Yeah. yeah, it's a thrust. It does like, a bit of piercing damage or whatever. And I also found one of the um, talismans that uh, increases the counterattack damage of attacks like that. So that's worked out pretty good as well. I've just been exploring so much, man. Yeah. Like I'm I'm kind of trying to explore that Lurnia area uh, which is after the Shardbearer. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's a lot and the dungeons like the the end dungeons are too tough for me at this point. So oh, I have really? to, I'm kind of like having to grind it out a little <laughs> bit. But grinding it out in these games is so fun cuz you basically just go look around. Yep. And you're going to find something eventually that tests your skills. Yep. Get you Um, leveled up.
1: Yeah, I'm at the point because I leveled my dude up so much last night that it takes quite a bit of souls to get a level in Elden or Runes. Whatever. Yeah, people know what I mean. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, you're probably Um, around like 12,000 ish, maybe even a little more. 20. Oh, wow. Maybe. Maybe I'm overestimating that. If it's 20, you might be like closer to level 60.
1: Um,. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm overestimating how many it takes, but it was quite a lot.
0: Um, yeah, because I'm around forty-seven, I think, and it costs it costs around twelve thousand. Okay, then I, I can't be at twenty
1: quite yet. Then, um, can you indulge me on one other topic before we start talking about the main thing? What you think about Opiate Squared? Oh man, it's so, so good. For the record, for people that don't know, we veered into music territory. <laughs> yeah, which will happen. Yeah, uh, Tool surprise announced that they were finally releasing the re-recorded version of their song opiate for the last several years they've been playing this extended edition of extended version live like i want to say the first time i saw that version was like 2016
0: i had no idea yeah until i saw them live and i remember seeing you afterwards i was like "Yeah, that version of opiate they did was really good yep yep they changed that up and you were like yeah they." been doing that for a couple of years now um i didn't realize that it was even a a thing and yeah now it got released
1: they you know back in the day when we were like when the fuck is this new tool album coming out they would post on their instagrams and stuff that they were in the studio like in 2015 and i remember even then telling you like holy fuck they're finally in the studio (laughs) they weren't recording their new album they were recording opiate squared so they've been sitting on this for seven seven years fucking weird why has everything got to be seven tool we get it you're weird Ooh, magic all right that just hit me that they've been sitting on it for seven years and then yeah they announced like if i had to guess i would almost venture to say that this was something they probably wanted to have out before this current current tour but you know supply chain issues and stuff because right. they have like a A book with a blu-ray and a new video and stuff coming out in a couple of weeks um so they finally put it out on march 1st uh yeah because i made the joke about it and boy am i stoked with it yeah it's
0: really good it is i've listened to it uh way too many times for one one song yeah when it came out i listened to it about five times in a row yep i think on that drive um
1: and it really... Now what I want is I want them to
0: occasionally do this
1: with their other extended versions they do live. Like, you know, Schism has that cool new bridge that gets real fast. I remember you mentioning it to me after we saw them in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I dug. Yeah. Um, that would be a cool one. I think it would be cool if they did a studio recording of the Salival version of Push It. Yes. That would be cool. Uh, I wish they
0: would just release that version on spotify me too that's a really uh nice, nice version. the extended lateralis would be cool mm-hmm. which they don't even play that fucking
1: song anymore for some reason bastards
0: but it's a shame i have seen them do it uh at least twice
1: yeah i've seen them do it a bunch i've only i think i've only seen the extended one once mm-hmm. by the time because there was a a period where they they were touring occasionally but they if they were coming close that shit sold out immediately right like you remember one time we went to see a tool tribute band at zydeco yes as like a consolation prize because <laughs> they sold out in atlanta like immediately yeah. um they were playing that a lot back then before it got moved off the set list but the weirdest fucking band in the world they take 13 years to get a new album out and then their next release is a re-recorded version of a song from their first EP. from their first EP and I get it this is the 30th anniversary of that EP mm-hmm. so it does make sense like for once shit lines up <clears throat> timeline wise for them but like guys like I love y'all to death you're old fellas like for the for what you guys do you ain't getting younger get you
0: better be hanging out on those goddamn buses riding (laughs) no shit we want one more record one more and we were just talking about this too the other night um it came to my attention that they played undertow for the first time in 20 fucking years and it's like my favorite song off of that record and probably my top five tool songs so you know i've never seen them play it live
1: i in fair like i'm always sort of obsessed with tool but it's at its it's at its zenith level of obsession right now cuz we just went to see them. the, the fairly new for them opiates coming out fear inoculum is finally coming out on vinyl you know mm-hmm. this stuff they're they're putting sa- stuff out i can Content, buy yeah you know what i mean <clears throat> so uh i've been you know pretty heavily checking their subreddit every day i'm part of some facebook groups which i'll talk about in just a second <laughs> and you know, like I, I always get on the subreddit just to check out what the poster is for that night's show, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Oh, I wonder what the the poster in Detroit looked like." And I get on there and I look. I was like, "Oh, it's Allison uh, Al- Gray, Alex Gray's wife." Not my favorite design, but that's cool. And then, like all of a sudden, the subreddit explodes with people being like, "They're playing Undertow." holy shit they're playing undertone i thought it was a troll because i don't know if you know this people will go on like websites that do the set list mm-hmm. and during the show they'll put false shit up there <laughs> nice and they'll put like holy
0: shit they just played
1: um rosetta stoned is the al- always the one that oh, they'll put on man. there to troll people
0: i would die if oh, they played so rosetta stoned <laughs>
1: I like Hooker with I a Penis, but I would have been oh. it, if they had
0: swapped that out for Rosetta Stone. at our that's that's tough, man, because I really really love Hooker with a me Penis. Me too, but man, like him singing it through the megaphone, like yep. like you like you do every yeah. now and again, that shit was awesome. Uh, okay, real
1: quick, Some Facebook groups for Tool. So, so now one of the things I'm obsessed with are Tool show posters. I'm not one of these guys that just wants to collect every poster or if it has cool artwork, i got to have it. I only want ones from shows I went to. And I've got three of the four of the quote-unquote easier ones to get that I went to. Sort of 2002 to like 2008 or nine ish those are really hard to get because it, it's not like they do now where they print them and sell them themselves. Sometimes it was up to the venue to make them and stuff. So I'm chasing down this poster from 2016 in South Haven, Mississippi. Jesse and I went to see him. By the way, they opened that show with their cover of No Quarter. Oh, nice. Incredible. Uh, And buddy, the the tool Facebook poster group I'm in is the most cringe (laughs) shit, man. Like, I I just want to get in there and be like, you guys are embarrassing. You guys are (laughs) fucking embarrassing.
0: There's definitely some
1: of that on the tools subreddit,
0: too. A lot of boomer cringe. It
1: is. It is. It's boomer booger cringe (laughs) to the max. And, like, people fighting over posters and uh, they've all got their special terminology and shit and, like, arguing over, my poster's better than your poster. Right. Or, oh, we got a better poster in Detroit than you guys got in Boston. Mm -hmm. And just some of the cringiest fucking shit. Like, as soon as I get my the poster I'm looking for in my hand, pff, I'm outie. <laughs> yeah. And, buddy, I have seen some cringe collecting shit in Facebook groups. You want to talk about cringe Star Wars collector Facebook groups? Cringe. Cringe, <laughs> cringe, 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 cringe. cringe. Make, you, uh, make you squirt a little fucking doo-doo water you cringe so hard. Like, you cringe <laughs> so hard that your stomach tightens and you got to go change your underpants. Cringe. <laughs> The Tool 1 is worse. Nice. So It's British office cringe. So you know what else makes me cringe? When a game I'm looking forward to gets canceled. Oh How's that God. for a segue?
0: What a fucking segue. They don't it's... call him the master of podcasting for nothing. I don't know that anybody has called me that. Master. Master. <laughs> master of segues. <laughs> um,
1: so I put a little list together of games... And I feel like most of these, like, if you somewhat follow gaming news, you'll hear and be like, oh, I remember that. Whatever happened to that? So my first one is Prey 2. Now, I'm not talking about the Prey that you and I both played that came out from Arcane. Right. That is sort of a reboot of the franchise. So Prey, I want to say it came the original Prey came out... Xbox era, or -hmm. maybe early 360 era, and they announced a sequel that was going to be an open world first person sci fi game where you played a bounty hunter. Man, that sounds cool! Can you see why I would be interested? And they showed off footage, you know, there's always the likelihood that that was like pre rendered, sort of falsified footage kind of like what cyberpunk did mm-hmm. all game, all kinds of games do it not just cyberpunk half-life 2 at one point half-life 2 uh kill zone 2 uh you know that's i don't know that it's as big of a thing as it used to be but back in the day they would just put together some phenomenal looking footage show it at an E3 or yep. something and
0: hope they could hit that by the time <laughs> the game came out right yeah i wasn't um, aware of that scummy practice when i was a kid me neither when me i saw neither. the half-life 2 stuff i was like oh my god
1: (laughs) so prey 2 was going to be this big open world game where you know you had your main story but you also had side missions and side bounties they had like 25 plus different bounty hunting gadgets that you could acquire and upgrade and it was going to be this whole real kick-ass thing and sort of the design aesthetic of it looked like I would say very cyberpunk-esque, but even more sci-fi because mm-hmm. you were going to be going to different planets and play, uh, uh, not PlayStations, Space Stations.
0: PlayStations. Yeah,
1: and shit. <laughs> um, and it was one of those games that, like, they debuted. And you didn't hear much about it for a little while. And, you know, this was planned for a 360 PS3 era. And then I want to say it was Kotaku who initially reported, like, We're hearing there that the studio that was working on it is not working on it anymore. And now Arcane has taken over. I believe that was around 2014 when Mm -hmm. they reported that. And then obviously, eventually we get Mm Prey from Arcane, which is completely different. Excellent game. Excellent game. Not taking anything away from it, but it is not that game that was initially announced.
0: Who was the studio that originally was doing it? Was it human head okay might head. have been the name of them Let me look i I've definitely heard of human head um studios. I never played the original prey me neither.
1: it was human head. Human head was the original studio ahead uh, in charge of prey two i I had never played the original prey and then when this prey when prey Two got announced and you're gonna be a bounty hunter and all this shit and especially considering when it got announced, we we're kind of in a barren wasteland of good star wars games i was like that's kind of a boba fett game um <laughs> i was very excited for it and uh i remember the reveal for the prey reboot that we got from arcane wasn't watching live when it got re, re- revealed but saw the news story about it on my phone and thinking holy shit they did it <laughs> and then going and looking and my initial reaction was oh, man, that's not the game I was looking forward to. Thankfully, it turned out to be really good. As I look at this list, I'm pretty sure that's the only one of these games that has had that happen, mm. where even though something got canceled, something came out in, in its place. So the other games on this list canceled, and we haven't seen shit. The next one
0: being Rockstar's Agent. mm have you heard about this? I don't even remember hearing about Agent.
1: So, Agent, I believe, was announced in 20, 20, 2006 or 2007. And it was sort of hyped up on its reveal as being the next pillar in the rock star... flat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, And it was going to be set in the 1970s, and you were going to be a spy during the Cold War. And you have to imagine... Had it followed normal rock star, uh, you know, gameplay and stuff, especially given the games around that time, probably would have been open world. You know, you probably would have been driving around in some kick-ass 1970s cars. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack would have been 70s, would have been fucking tight. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's definitely a concept I would have gotten behind. Yeah,
1: and uh, it was initially announced as a exclusive for the PlayStation 3. And then as the years... Once again, this is something that was announced. There is, As far as I could find, I did a little research, no footage hmm. out there of the game. There was some concept art and the announcement and the logo. Uh, and when they it would get brought up, Rockstar would say, like, yeah, it's still being worked on. You know, two or three years later after its initial announcement, uh, somebody asked, like, is it still PlayStation exclusive and... They gave an answer that made it sound like no, it wasn't just exclusive anymore. So at that point, the plan was that the game was still in development or still you know being worked on, but now it was going to be multi-platform. And they would, you would occasionally see stories on IGN or you know any of the gaming websites that would be like uh, Rockstar renewed their um, what do they call it? Not their license, their trademark. They renewed the uh, agent trademarks today. I don't know how people find that shit, but it happens all the time. We'll be like, oh, Nintendo just registered trademarks for a new Pokemon game before they've announced it and shit. Um, But Rockstar would renew that occasionally, so it made it seem like it was still in the works. And you could go on the Rockstar website and it would be listed in all their titles and shit. And then they did not renew it one year. Like one year, the trademark renewal expired and they took that shit off the website and it is clear that that game is dead yeah. and buried. It's a shame because it would be nice to have something besides GTA and Rock uh, Red Dead from Rockstar. You know, like I've always felt like they've got sort of the modern day crime Mm-hmm. thing Lafayette down thing. yeah and then they've got you know your old west thing down it would be nice for them to have like a third agreed thing to look forward to set in a different era because like you know we got like vice city and that was really cool so i can imagine a story set in the 70s during the cold war with mm-hmm. a secret agent and shit like absolutely it could be see cool. that being real cool uh
0: Unfortunately, it does not like look like we're getting it, at least from them. Yeah, which is a shame because, you know, Rockstar usually puts out amazing product. Yeah. The next game. This one might be one
1: of the most recent on my list, and that's Silent Hills. Uh, Silent Hills? Silent Hills. Right.
0: That's plural.
1: So, for people that don't know, um, as a recap, Silent Hill was this fairly long running survival horror series that started on the PlayStation one Mm -hmm. and was almost like Konami's answer to Resident Evil absolutely yeah very good games especially the first two yeah they unfortunately could I feel like could never continue the momentum from those first two games like Capcom did with Resident Evil and it was a game that series that just sort of faded out after a while And it's one of those games you always hear people being like, oh, they should do a new Silent Hill. A new Silent Hill would be awesome. And then
0: I feel like there's still a good fan base for it. I think
1: so, too. I think if they did a new one, it would probably be pretty hyped up. And they've been teased that fan base, you know, with the PT. This is exactly like that. This is all related to that. So what happens is. I don't know the exact timeline, but it was before the release of Metal Gear Solid 5. Metal Gear Solid 5, the Phantom Pain, had not come out yet. And just randomly one day on the PlayStation 4 store, uh, a free downloadable title called PT was put up. PT is fucking legendary now. You, like, go If you go on eBay and look for a PlayStation 4 that has PT downloaded onto it, they're more expensive than a regular PlayStation 4 because it's no longer available for you to download. Um, and it was this real creepy first person sort of um, playable teaser. That's what PT stood for. And it was Hideo Ko- Kojima, right? We didn't know. You wouldn't know that playing it at, at the beginning it just was this first person little thing where you're going through and trying to figure out the puzzle in this seemingly sort of like haunted spooky house. I will have to um full disclosure here, I never got to play PT mm-hmm. when the whole PT thing happened. I didn't have a PlayStation 4 I yet. I didn't either. And no. by the time I had a PlayStation 4, it was already long gone. Yeah. But the big reveal upon completing that game was Hideo Kojima, Norman Reedus. <laughs> Silent Hills. Holy shit, Kojima is rebooting Silent Hill. Uh, and uh Norman Reedus is going to be the main character. And it exploded. People were so fucking excited, including me. Yeah. Like I was like, "Oh, all right. not because of Norman Reedus, but more yeah, like peace Kojima." And love, Norman peace Reedus. and Reedus. But like he doesn't do it for <laughs> peace me. Peace and Reedus. Peace and Reedus. <laughs> peace Peace and Reedus. Um <laughs> He's in love, Norman Reedus, but the Kojima-Silent Hill combination Right, really that was, it's me. very intriguing. Because that dude is weird. Yeah, no shit. You know what I mean? like be like crawling around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talking on radios. Uh-huh. Cigarettes. 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 would be a drop, <laughs> would be an item you could get. Hiding in cardboard boxes.
0: Um, he like send zombies off on a giant balloon. And then that, like, and just the way they
1: announced it by putting this game up randomly and then exp- being like if you beat it you find out what it's all about um really cool and then pretty infamously the relationship between kojima and konami deteriorated quickly towards the end of the development of metal gear solid Mm 5 to the point where he left konami and started his own studio and i think they even took his name off the cover of metal gear solid five or something shady like that that's a shame yeah like it seems like maybe they wrestled control of the game out of his hands towards the end
0: yeah and i uh, think that worked out too well for them
1: no as a result you know what we haven't seen we haven't seen any more metal gear solid games besides that shitty survive. survive yeah and silent hill has still not been brought back I couldn't tell you the last fucking game Konami put out. It's seemingly like they only can care about pachinko machines yeah. and shit. Gambling <laughs> machines. But it's crazy to think back in the day, you know, the NES, up until I guess you could say the last generation, Konami held some weight, man. Oh, yeah. Fucking Castlevania.
0: Early on in the in the game days of like Nintendo and mm-hmm. um super nintendo like konami was they had some of the big hitters yeah, like i said castlevania absolutely. metal gear solid
1: fucking silent contra, Hill, contra. Yeah. Uh, and jackal love jackal and do you remember back in the day they had their own unique uh box art style yeah. for nes games the silver boxes Didn't they have
0: top gun wasn't that a konami game yeah, as well so it was goonies too yep mm-hmm. they did a lot of
1: games yeah um and I just remember, like, how cool those silver NES boxes and the artwork, yeah. all being sort of uniform in their design. Like you'd be like, "Oh, that's a Konami stand game. out." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good marketing back then. Yeah. And now to see that they're just doing gambling machine games, and they have these big frame. And those r- the rumors keep popping up where they're like, "Oh shit, we're hearing that maybe they're going to remake Metal Gear Solid for." current gen consoles nothing ever happens of it it'd be nice it would be nice yeah. oh we hear that maybe they are actually working on silent hill and then meanwhile norman reedus the reedus fetus the reedus piece of piece and reedus uh reedus and kojima go off and they're like we're gonna make a game where you're an amazon delivery driver <laughs> You ever wanted to wear a really giant backpack? Yeah, and a weird fucking psychic baby on your chest? Read
0: fetus. We've got
1: the game for you, <laughs> guys. Boy,
0: do we have what you're looking for. I have to confess that that just never appealed to me, and I've never played it, so Death Stranding. It's, fun. it's yeah. pretty fun. It I is like weird. It your... I like You know me, I like weird. and well, it's I got... like weird, too, but it's got to be kind of at least a little... More on the darker end than that. Oh, I it's think. dark. <laughs> Nobody. It's dark. Is it dark?
1: Yeah, it's dark and weird.
0: It's a different flavor of dark and weird from mm-hmm, a fra- mm-hmm. from game, but it's dark and weird. Right. I would not expect from from Kojima to either, you no, know. No, no, no. There's gotta be at least a little bit of weirdo humor in there. Oh dim. There, there
1: definitely is. There definitely is. I mean, there's a whole mechanic where you pee. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Fuck the Rita's fetus. I'm trying to see the Rita's penis and tried to spin the camera around to get a fucking look at his digital dick, penis retus. You know what I mean? See a little fucking German golden shower scene with the Rita's penis. And so, like, buddy, the camera locks. It was like, no, nah, man, you're gonna give Norman some fucking privacy
0: in here. That's like in uh, near automata. Like, if you if you move the camera to try, like, well the android girl is climbing the ladder and try to get an upskirt shot she'll like kick the camera away it's pretty awesome not that i would know i saw that on youtube yeah by me the way. too yeah saw it on youtube and i actually i saw it in a, in a video game in minecraft in gta
1: role-playing server i saw that never saw it in real life not me i'm a clean good boy that's right our father who art in heaven <laughs> So, speaking of Near Automata, mm. uh, made by Platinum Games in conjunction mm-hmm. with Square Enix, the next game I'd like to talk about, Scalebound.
0: I just served you up a nice little segue there. You
1: sure fucking did. <laughs> Thanks, Rita's Penis. The Rita's Penis. <laughs> uh, Scalebound. Scalebound was a. And this one hurt. Mainly because it was platinum. Platinum games. And yeah. it was an Xbox exclusive. Right. At a time when Xbox desperately <laughs> needed a good exclusive. Boy, did they. We're talking Xbox One era Xbox. Mm-hmm. When Crackdown 3 was endlessly fucking delayed. God. Master Halo, Chief Collection came out. It, it was like b- a buggy broken Mess. as shit <laughs> yeah. fucking halo 5 came out and was the equivalent of a stinky wet fart <laughs> three inches from your face <laughs> like the general reception right i enjoyed halo me 5 too the multiplayer, multiplayer. is fantastic yeah. i still love it but yeah but in terms of uh you know fucking reception right they for some reason there ain't a hey a, a fable game to be seen you know what i mean they're just languishing yeah you know, they're they're at this point they're kicking ass on a hardware, um, uh, from the point of view of hardware, where they put out the Xbox Series, or not the Xbox One S, the small version, right. mm-hmm.
0: and then they put out the Xbox One X, the souped-up version. It's also confusing. I had yeah, that I had that One X though, and I did like it. Like yeah. I felt like it was a. That's what the One should have been. I feel like to start with maybe in that. the
1: S should have been what it started off with, and perhaps then the X, yeah. if they wanted to do a mid-console. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the hardware standpoint, that Xbox One X was rock solid. Yeah, it was really good, really good, but they just couldn't get an exclusive out to save their soul. And a bright spot, like a light at the end of the Xbox tunnel, was this game, Scalebound. Scalebound was going to be this action RPG from platinum kind of their bread and butter Mm -hmm. but this was big budget they were really pushing graphics the whole idea was you were a guy for some reason named drew (laughs) no no peace and love to all drews (laughs) peace and read it's like a fantasy setting though exactly (laughs) that's what i mean it's 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 like when they did shadows of the empire and the main character's name was kyle right like, once again, peace and love to all Kyles. I've known some great Kyles, but that ain't a Star Wars name. Right, game.
0: it's like Dune, like, peace and love to Dune. I love the Dune, all the movies, but that dude's name, Duncan Idaho. <laughs> Come on! Bro, you want to talk
1: about eliciting an eye roll? Like, I didn't know my eye, if they were going to be able to unroll. I said, Duncan Idaho? Yeah, you're going to do Jason Momoa like that? He said, my man! Um, <laughs> and I wasn't necessarily sold on the aesthetic of Scalebound. Because you were like, you know, a dude. He seemed a little too cool for my taste. He had a, like a MP3 player and headphones. God, so he God. He was going lis- to be quippy. Yeah. He was listening to music. and But meanwhile, your, your companion that's fighting alongside of you a big fuck off dragon named thubin
0: okay thubin
1: that's a good (laughs) fantasy name yeah totally
0: fine thubin
1: and (laughs) drew drew okay so i've i've known several cool drews but i have this story about a dude named drew who was not so cool um i have to be careful how i tell this story (laughs) <laughs> so, the worst roommate in my entire life, you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He's come up on this show. He's come up on... Were we talking about him last night? A yes. Different... Yes. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. Well, and he was part of the conversation. Of, right. um, worst roommate I ever had. He needed to go back to his home state to take care of some stuff. So, the dude didn't have a car. And it was on me to drive this dude six or seven hours back to his home state. And he was like, hey, man, I'll make it up to you. We're going to go see my buddy Drew. And my buddy Drew is a weed dealer. All right. So this was probably 2010. Yeah. 2009, 2010. So we make the drive. And then what he fails to tell me is that this dude lives a further two hours away from where we went. Classic worst roommate in the world. Damn, two fuck hours? It. Yeah. So we drive to this dude's apartment. By the way, he didn't have Drew's number. So we were just showing up unannounced. Sketchy. We get up to the dude's apartment. He knocks on the door. And through the door we hear, who is it? And my roommate says, hey, it's such and such, my name. And we hear this dude go, oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> and I go, oh, oh, Maybe it won't be that bad. And the dude opens up the door and he is wearing a t-shirt and nothing else. And when I say nothing else, I don't mean socks. I don't mean whitey tidies. This dude looks like a fucking obese Donald Duck dick swinging and all. Right? And I'm like, oh, whoa. And I'm trying not to be like, hey man, you want to put your dick up? And so we sit down and... Was, it, was Dick out? Oh, yeah. Dick just out. He sits down on his couch. Meanwhile, his <laughs> apartment, by the way, is one of those apartments that's really tiny. Like, his living room is probably the size of this. Uh huh. And his bedroom is right next it's a studio. to it. Yeah, right. And yeah. the, his bedroom's smaller than the kitchen mm-hmm. that's next mm-hmm. to us. So, And it is disgusting. There's trash everywhere. There's like. Old pizza boxes, empty soda cans. It smells like it's foul, buddy. One of the foulest places. It looks like a place off of hoarders. My roommate then goes... Miyazaki would be like, ugh. Yeah. My roommate then goes, oh, I need to go to the ATM. You hang out here with Drew while I do that. So now me and this Drew guy are left alone in his apartment. By the way, still just wearing a shirt. That's it. And he is... On one screen he's playing World of Warcraft. On another screen, he's watching undubbed Gundam anime. And I even ask him, oh, do you speak Japanese because you know me that would interest me and he goes, nah. undubbed blaringly loud. And then on another screen, he's got his stock port. Why does Drew have a stock portfolio? He doesn't even have pants. All right, roommate gets back, and then I was like, "All right, let's get the fuck out of here. I want to go home. I want to drive eight or nine hours, whatever it is now, and go home." Before we leave, Drew goes, "Hey, do you want to go see my brother?" He says this to my roommate, and he's my roommate's like, "Yeah, let's go see him." And I was like, "All right, maybe Drew will put some pants on to go see his brother. His brother lives literally right down the hall in this apartment complex." (laughs) Drew wraps a towel around his waist. We go down to his brother's apartment. He knocks on the door, and his brother opens the door, and he is (laughs) butt-ass naked, not even a shirt. What the fuck? And then I had to hang out with now
0: two dudes with dicks exposed, (laughs) and
1: act like it was just completely
0: normal. What in the shit? Did you ever find out? Are they like nudists or some shit? I
1: don't know. Didn't want to know. Didn't want this dude to be my roommate as it was wanted to go home it was a nightmare
0: wow so maybe
1: that's why scalebound got canceled (laughs) um but it seemed like it was going to be really cool like well i say that it seemed like it it had the potential to be right there was a lot going against scalebound as it was presented that didn't really hit home for me but i was willing to give it a chance because i'm an xbox guy like i love xbox sure they got a big exclusive coming out i'm going
0: to give it a shot platinum's generally pretty good at what they do every now and then they get they hit a stinker it seems like they got a current stinker in the the bowl i feel like they probably just cashed out on that a while ago Uh, square enix is looking pretty shaky at the moment ah they'll be fine i know they'll be fine squares always got
1: something in their back pocket in that back pocket they got something i know think final fantasy 16 final fantasy 7 remake 2 yep 14 is still going flawlessly yep. so they i think they'll be all right but they'll be fine babylon's fall didn't go well and previous to that i feel like the last time i saw a platinum game not get great reviews was unfortunately when they did the ninja turtles game mm. mm-hmm. that they did a few years back um but yeah scalebound got canceled and in the years since uh, it seems like the head of platinum has hinted like no we'd really like to do it and he had this like i actually thought it was really cool of him he had this statement where he was like it bums me out that everybody just blames Microsoft because the the blame is on us equally. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to see, like, instead of this this being this weird animosity, because Microsoft struggles to connect with the Japanese audience and Japanese developers in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And Scalebound seemed like it could be one of those things yeah. that bridged
0: that gap. A could little have been bit really fun. nice. Yeah, <clears> throat> platinum throat> throat> Games. You know, if you if any listeners wanted to check them out they've done like metal gear solid revengeance metal gear solid rising revengeance Revengeance, that's right Mm -hmm.
1: uh bayonetta one and Mm two near automata Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i would think of all those i would recommend because i've never played metal gear solid rising revengeance so i can't speak to it but uh near automata and um there's a bayonetta
0: those are yeah bayonetta is great there's another one they did called vanquish that's apparently really good. Which I have played, and it's really good. It's quick. It's only, like, about a seven-hour game, but okay. it's, like, insane action. Nice. Yeah. Now, they have trouble telling stories on their own. I feel like Platinum is... If they when link up just, with somebody. Right, exactly. Like, with Nier Automata, they worked with right. uh, Yokotaro, who's, like, a one of those weird geniuses. <laughs> now, the next two that I'm going to tell you about,
1: we're going to group together because they were canceled games from the same studio. All right. When you hear what the first one is, you you and the listeners will probably know what the second one is. The first one I'd like to talk about is Warcraft Adventures, mm. Lord of the Clans. I do remember that one. Warcraft Adventures was going to be the follow-up to Warcraft 2. It was mm-hmm. going to take place after Warcraft 2, and it was going to involve you playing as the main character,
0: Thrall. Right, it wasn't going to be a real-time strategy game. No,
1: it was going to be... A point and click adventure adventure game, right? Mm -hmm. Which you know I love. Oh sure, bring me back to them Sierra and Lucasarts days. Yeah, and this is a game that wasn't like just announced. I remember seeing it in gaming magazines. I want to say we saw cutscenes. We we did. I we
0: cinematics, whatever you want to call them.
1: I remember. I don't know what game it was that I bought. Maybe it was.
0: It didn't. Maybe it was even Diablo, like one of those games shipped, and it had like previews on the disc. That's what I was going to say. I can't
1: remember if it was Diablo or if it was the Starcraft or Starcraft uh, or something.
0: Yeah, One One of of those games. Mm -hmm.
1: Not only had a preview, but in the catalog where you could look at all the Blizzard games, Mm -hmm. it was listed in there. It had box art. It had screenshots. It looked really fucking cool. Yeah, I was like, yo, Warcraft plus Point and Click Adventure, sign me up. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those games like that I just never heard about again. And it qui- sort of quietly got canceled. And what's interesting is the character of Thrall and the story that that told eventually all ended up getting folded into World of Warcraft anyway. Right. Uh, even elements of the the story from that point-and-click adventure game made their way into that shitty World of Warcraft movie that came <laughs> out a couple of years back. So it, like in a cool way, they at least acknowledged and kept... Mm-hmm. that
0: part of it canon like as best as they could but i would have loved to play that yeah game. that would have been that would have been nice to see them branch out like that too yeah
1: and uh i want to say it was in 2016 an almost final build of the game was leaked out online. no kidding i've watched some playthroughs huh. of it and it the, people that play through it don't seem super impressed with it right maybe it just wasn't up to snuff that's basically what i gather is that um it wasn't
0: up to snuff and that's why it got canceled and i wonder if if, i can i take a shot at the next game on the list you sure the one that i could remember i believe starcraft ghost starcraft
1: ghost yet again a really cool idea this was going to be
0: third person action
1: yeah action stealth third person game where you're going to play there's units in starcraft known as ghosts Mm -hmm. that can cloak they're sort of like assassins espionage saboteur type characters you were going to play a ghost by the name of Nova and it was going to be a third person action game. It was being developed at the time for the PlayStation 2. Uh, what generation? So PlayStation 2, GameCube, and mm-hmm. PC, PC I believe well. yeah. were its, its main platforms. And once again, a game that was announced sounded really cool. I love the idea of not just Blizzard, any studio taking one of these established franchises that I like and doing A weird spinoff with it stories in that universe yeah yeah yeah. yeah, i dig that idea warcraft and starcraft are universes built for that kind of exploration now granted we got that in a big way with world of warcraft absolutely you want to talk
0: about exploring that universe yeah that that was it they certainly did starcraft though i thought would was kind of a missed opportunity in the fact that there should have been more
1: i don't know I mean, I get that you maybe don't do it because you don't want to split the player base. Right. But do you know how excited I would have been for World of StarCraft? World
0: of StarCraft, yeah. I mean, StarCraft 1 and 2 are both pretty widely hailed, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there there's very many critics of either as far as, like, their RTS quality. I don't think so either. So, it's, to me, a shame that they never really explored that like they yeah, did with and WarCraft.
1: I don't know, like... With Warcraft Adventures, they were working with another studio. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that all of the blame can be placed on Blizzard. But I think the whole management of StarCraft Ghost was kind of a precursor to some of the problems we would see coming out of that studio. Right. Where they just could not get that shit out. Um, And I guess what eventually killed that game was it took them so long that the PlayStation 2... GameCube generation was going out the door and then it was, you know, about to transition to PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 development, and then they estimated that it would cost too much to convert the game to the new next generation of consoles. So they canceled it. From what I understand. Such a bummer. Yeah. Because they once again, a game, they were hyping and showing a, a good bit and then it just went quiet. And sometimes... You know, they'll announce and hype up a game and it goes quiet and you get mm. Elden Ring. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, we got you guys on the hook. We're going to go do work. Yeah, we're going to go. do. And sometimes they uh, announce it, they hype it up, and it disappears,
0: and that is a bad sign. Yes. And clearly that was <laughs> That the was case a bad sign. Time. I feel like they probably had some internal meetings and were like, hey, let's double down on what we, we do good. Let's stop trying to branch out and just... <clears throat> you know, it's a shame for the longest time...
1: I don't know that it was ever officially announced, but there were a lot of rumors that they were working on their next MMO, and it was called Project Titan. Mm-hmm. And oh, Project, I've
0: heard that, that name.
1: Project Titan was going to be the this game where your character, during the day, you had like a day job, <laughs> and whatever that may be, and you would do that stuff, and then at night, you would go off and um, fight in this big war. And that game... They worked on forever and canceled it. And you know what came out of that game was Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. Overwatch was kind of born out of the ashes of Project Titan. Kind of in the way that the Prey reboot was born out of the destruction of Prey mm-hmm. 2.
0: Um, I did really enjoy Overwatch for the first, um, I'd say, about four or five months. Me too. Played a lot of it. Me too. I'll be interested to check 2 out whenever it rolls around.
1: We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> All right. I got one more. Let's do it. And this one hurts the most. This one cuts the deepest for me personally.
0: Oh, I go I, I already know, I think. What is it? Is it Star Wars 1313? It
1: is. <laughs> it is, buddy. It's Star Wars 13. Star a Wars good one. 1313 announced, I believe, in 2012 or 2013 at E3 that year with an incredible trailer. An incredible trailer. It looked like star wars
0: meets uncharted meets a little bit of mass effect and i think we've talked about it a little bit i feel like we've it's been a theme with a lot of these games where it kind of gets folded over into something else i feel like a lot of that stuff we saw in the trailer was in fallen order i i feel like some 1313 stuff has shown up in a bunch of different Mm -hmm. places at this
1: point so 1313 was going to be this story set in the underworld of coruscant specifically level 1313 the lower down you go in Coruscant, the shadier shit gets, right? And you were going to be this guy. This it's In the, the trailer they showed, you were kind of this nameless, unknown bounty hunter looking dude. And I remember seeing that and going, oh, they should just make that Boba Fett. And at some point during development, they were like, we should just make this Boba Fett. So the game was going to be a Boba Fett game. Oh, which, by the way, We've never had right. There's never been a Boba Fett game. You can play as Boba Fett in other games. Didn't they
0: have a game called Bounty Hunter? Django Fett. Django Fett. Okay. It's and it's a decent game, but don't count because I just I never played that. I just seem in my mind's eye I'm seeing Boba Fett on the cover. No, but, you, but it's Django Fett.
1: Yeah. You, look, I'm splitting hairs by saying there's never Mm-mm. been a Boba Fett game, but that was a Django Fett mm-hmm. game. And the cool thing was like this game. You were going to be going through, from what I understand, and assembling Boba Fett's armor. Like, part of the story was him going and getting the different pieces of his armor. And there's concept of him, concept art of Boba Fett in 1313, and he looks like Din Djarin, mm-hmm. where his armor is all silver. Mm. Wonder why that showed up again somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that's another element. Right. That, you know. Who knows in the fucking Lucasfilm archives all the crazy shit that's floating around that they can draw inspiration from, right? Mm -hmm. And it's another game that in the last few years, a lot of stuff has leaked out about, like footage of the game in action and stuff.
0: Was that the one that was helmed by Amy Amy Hennig? Hennig?
1: No, that was. That one hurts, too. That was actually more recently, and that was a game under the EA purview. Mm. It was a game being developed by Visceral Studios the makers of Dead, Dead Space, Space. Mm-hmm. so Visceral Studios with Amy Hennig were working on Star Wars Uncharted from what I understand right that game got cancelled and Visceral Studios got closed down Yeah, um,
0: that's a shame I love Dead Space man me too can't wait for um, a remake even though it's not
1: so those guys uh what happened with Star Wars 1313 was they announced it it seems like there was because as much as it sucked that LucasArts got shut down after the Disney buyout, LucasArts was languishing. We, we're not talking about a company or a division of Lucasfilm that was doing really well at the time. And it seemed like the problems that LucasArts had were still problems when they were trying to make Star Wars 1313. Uh, and so Disney in 20... Okay, so no, it had to have been announced... Star Wars 1313 had to be announced the summer of 2012. That October, Disney buys Lucasfilm. Uh, Then they close LucasArts and cancel 1313. That's the the series of events. Mm. Uh, And another reason I was really excited, because in 2012, we knew the next generation of consoles was coming, probably the next year. Mm -hmm. And this looked like one of those games. It was the same year that we saw watchdogs mm. it seemed like that e3 we saw the first two glimpses of next gen games you know how exciting that shit is the, oh absolutely like when they show you a next gen game but they they're never
0: like hey this is for next gen consoles they're like
1: oh this looks a little better than what you can do on your current console right guys yeah wonder why
0: i remember watchdogs that footage that came out i thought was a little sus and i think it turned out to be oh uh, it was sus yeah. susy <laughs> baka
1: uh so yeah one for star wars 1313 i would have been so excited for that game and why why
0: <laughs> why
1: <laughs> there has not been a boba fett game or at this point i'll take a mandalorian game mandalorian is one of the most popular things that disney has done with star wars since they bought it in 2012 and they there's just not a game. There's not a game where
0: I can play as Din and a Boba Fett.
1: Woo, why?
0: No, man, they're going to come out with Pelimoto's driving simulator or I'd, something. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I'd play it. You know what's going to happen is they're going to be like, guys,
1: it's going to be at E3 this year. Now, welcome to the stage. The head of Lucasfilm Gaming, Matt Martin. Hey everybody, as you know, we here at Lucasfilm Games like to diversify. That's why, along with our partnerships with EA, creators of Battlefront, Star Wars Jedi, Fallen Order, and Squadrons, we've also announced partnerships with Bethesda, who are working on an Indiana Jones game, Ubisoft, who are working on an incredible first-person open world adventure set in the Star Wars universe which we're not going to t- talk about today but we can't wait to show you more and I'm very excited today to announce for coming to his own game for the first time Boba Fett developed by From Software developed by From Software Boba Fett I'm dead and oh buddy there call the steam cleaner my floor is a mess you know that uh, piss coming blood on my hands that's all on the floor right hans has turned into an empty wine skin yeah and then he goes and then he's like but guess what the title of it is boba fett but you're actually gonna be playing as den jarred and boba fett is an nft <laughs> Oh, I'm not a little salty or bitter at we're all. We're
0: saved. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Oh man, let's hope that gets cancelled.
1: <laughs> so, uh that's
0: it. That's the, the ones I put together. I think there's There's a fun list. Yeah. A good good speculative list. I hadn't remembered a lot of those. So it was cool. I think
1: the one maybe you'd only never heard of was
0: Agent. Right, yeah, and that's weird. I just wasn't doing as much following of News back then. News in that back day. then. Yeah. Yeah. In my a lot of bands i don't think, full then i don't think
1: i i mean i don't think the news cycle for video game news was nearly the beast it is today back right in mm-hmm. 20 20 2006 or whenever that mm-hmm. was
0: i mean i was definitely still <laughs> playing video games <laughs> me too for sure but it was a slower period of of my life for that
1: i was just coming out of the world of warcraft fog mm-hmm, so you know what i mean where i was like oh maybe i should play something else <laughs> So, Hey guys, uh, is, do you have a game that you were looking forward to that got canceled? Let us know about it at highpotionpodcast at gmail.com. Follow Steve on Twitter at Stone Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. Follow the podcast at High Potion Pod. And please leave us some reviews some iTunes, Apple Podcast reviews. When we hit 60, we're going to give away another gift card. You could be a winner like Nathan and like Neil. You wanna be cool guys like Nathan and Neil? Leave a fucking review. <laughs> or we're gonna start selling high potion NFTs.
0: <laughs> NFT! <laughs> so
1: uh Yeah guys, we'll catch you next week. Uh take it easy. Yeah, we'll see you in the lands between. Bye. Ah!